0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the sunshine state that you should know heading into this Monday morning, September twenty-sixth. I'm Jacob Sidesi and this is the point from WUFT News. Hurricane Ian is expected to make landfall in Florida later this week. I spoke with Florida Public Radio Emergency Network meteorologist Megan Borowski on the current forecast and how it could change as the hurricane gets closer.
1: The official forecast from the National Hurricane Center is that IAN will likely rapidly intensify at some point this evening or on Monday, becoming a hurricane likely on Monday, then even strengthening further into a major hurricane, so that's Category 3 or higher, by late Monday, early Tuesday over that period as it tracks over Cuba and into the southeastern Gulf of Mexico. After that, National Hurricane Center is projecting it to travel almost due northward over the eastern Gulf with potential landfall Anywhere from the Sarasota area, that's in the very southeastern portion of the cone, all the way up to the Pensacola area. So impacts could be felt um, or landfall could occur as early as Wednesday over the Sun Coast and down toward the Lee Island coast, or as late as Friday over the Panhandle.
0: Some of the updates over the past few days have shown the hurricane shifting westward. Could that happen again? And could that mean that the northern parts of Florida might get less of an impact?
1: It's really a battle between at least two of the main models right now, several of the models actually, and it's all going to depend on the atmospheric steering and which model has actually nailed that steering pattern. The Euro is still holding on to Tampa, Sarasota, more of a rightward track. However, the GFS is favoring that westward track. So there's a chance that we could have landfall west toward Panama City. But models are also still holding on to that that Tampa area. So there is a chance that we'll see this cone continue to wobble. This is a product from the National Hurricane Center. It's human meteorologists ultimately okaying this cone. And so it's up to human discretion as to which model they weight higher and they say they think is going to get this, this forecast correct. But in short, the answer to the question is, yeah, we could see a more westward track, but we still can't take Tampa, Sarasota off the table.
0: As the models continue to update, what should people at home be looking for?
1: Honestly, I'd advise everybody at home to follow the messaging from the official sources. So your emergency managers, the state emergency management office, your local national weather service offices, and the National Hurricane Center, because those are the professionals who have gone through training and education to understand the models and kind of have an idea of which ones perform better under which situations. So listen to the official messaging. That's going to be your best bet. Don't try to be a citizen scientist right now and and almost gamble as to where this thing is going to go. Go with the official forecasts.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add? Don't put all
1: your weight in the cone or the center of the cone. Everybody likes to look at that center track in the cone. The cone shows you where the highest probability of the center of the storm is to move. So it's a projection of where the center of the storm could be. As we all know, effects span far out from the center of the storm. So, you know, Tampa is within the cone, Lake Okeechobee is not, but if it takes that rightward turn, you'll have Outer bands impacting the East Coast of Florida. So ultimately, don't just go off the cone. Everybody on the Gulf Coast of Florida, anywhere from the Keys all the way to Pensacola, should remain vigilant. You should be prepared. You should have your disaster supply kit ready to rock and roll and continue listening to emergency managers. And if you are prompted to evacuate, know your evacuation zone. If your area is told to evacuate, it's time to pack up and to leave. You don't want to be at home riding this out and then something bad happens and emergency personnel can't get to you so listen to the official forecast be ready don't let your guard down
0: can you give us a preview of what kind of coverage and resources florida storms will be providing us if or when this hurricane makes landfall
1: so we're continuing to update our social media accounts with the latest forecast we are very much on social media now and through the end of this event We're publishing digital stories, which you can view on your local NPR station website. And then once we get closer to the actual impacts of this storm um, approaching our markets, which span from the Keys all the way up to Pensacola, we cover all of Florida. That's when we will go into live radio coverage. Depending on the level of the coverage, we will have updates at the top of the hour, the bottom of the hour, and potentially even more spots on that. And regarding social media, um, there will be opportunities for us to post videos on social media and also Facebook Lives to really now cast what's going on and to also give the latest forecast as those models come in and we get the latest information. So as this begins to approach and you start feeling those impacts, you'll really see our coverage ramp up. But of course, you can always get the latest forecast information by following us on Twitter and on Facebook, Florida Storms. Also, we have the, the Florida Storms app that you could download for your iOS and your Android devices. Just search Florida Storms in the app store. You can download that for the latest information, the evacuation zone maps, latest articles, latest forecast for your area. And of course, you can track Ian or whatever storm you like on our radar mapper.
0: That was Florida Public Radio Emergency Network meteorologist Megan Borowski on the current forecast for Hurricane Ian. For live updates on Ian, you can download the Florida Storms app or follow Florida Storms on social media. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Governor Ron DeSantis has mobilized the National Guard ahead of Hurricane Ian making landfall in Florida. According to Politico, the tropical storm was upgraded to a weak hurricane early Monday morning and is expected to increase in severity. Speaking to reporters during a news conference inside the State Emergency Operations Center, DeSantis says the latest forecast has Ian making landfall in Taylor County in North Florida by midweek. A man who was appointed by Governor DeSantis to oversee election crimes and security has died from a heart attack. Peter Antonacci was selected as the head of Florida's new Office of Election Crimes and Security and was later appointed as director and chief judge of administrative hearings. Antonacci in the past served as general counsel to Florida Senator Rick Scott. Antonacci was 74 years old. After a second consecutive year of mysterious thefts of top five banners hung across campus to commemorate its national ranking among public universities, the University of Florida appears to be throwing up its hands and making a gag out of the thefts. A new TikTok the university posted this week from its official account poked fun at the banner thefts and reminded students they can purchase $150 replicas at the university bookstore subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jacob Sadesi, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.